Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Janae here, and I am back. This is the third episode of the journey to becoming a Salvation Army officer. So if you made it through episode two, you already know that this episode is going to be about the medical things that you have to go through in order to become a Salvation Army officer. And again, like I said in my other episodes, every episode has to start with a scripture. And I do that just um, because I feel like that particular scripture goes with what I'm talking about. And God's word is living, is breathing. We're cleansed by his word. So I just want to speak it over every podcast because at the end of the day, if it wasn't for him, I would not be here anyway. And so the scripture that I'm going to be reading today is Jeremiah 29 and 11. And it says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. We have to remember, and I'll probably say this a lot in every podcast, because you are here to be uplifted and encouraged that nothing that we've gone through is meant to harm us. Everything that God is doing is to give us a hope and a future. And I'm telling you, through this whole journey and this whole process, I have to remember that he has made plans for all of us. Before we even entered into our mother's womb, before he shaped the foundation of the earth, God had a plan for you and me. Amen. And so I don't be on here trying to preach. I really don't, but it just happens because what's in you comes out, right? So today we are talking about the medical things you have to go through. So um, last episode, I talked about how you have to have psych evaluations. You have to take certain tests to make sure that you are able to handle being in the college, you know, getting the college workload and all of that. But you also have to do a full physical Okay, not just your regular physical that you would do for school to get on sports, but a full physical. They want x-rays, they want blood drawn, they want certain tests to be done to make sure that you are as healthy as you possibly can be. And if you do have any pre-existing conditions, that does not prevent you from being accepted, but they want to make sure that you are able to maintain and have that all under control while you are there. While nothing is truly guaranteed, things do happen, right? Somebody can be perfectly healthy and the next thing you know, something happens. And so, but for the most part, they want to know that um, any conditions that you do have, if any, that you are able to handle um, that workload, not only for college, but physical um, work that you would have to do, the walking and um, the bell ringing during that time of season and many other things um, that they would call you to do. And so right now, one of the big things is dental work, right? So they give you all these papers, like the, the file is so thick of all the stuff that you have to do. But hey, I get it, right? Because 
like I mentioned in the last episode, is that they are investing in you, right? You're their investment. And so recently I went, I did my kids. There was only one who actually had to get a crown and get a feeling. And I felt so bad. Oh my God. I was like, look, I'm going to floss your teeth from here on out. I'm going to make sure you're on top of this. And the sad thing is she actually brushes her teeth out of all my kids. She is my third oldest child and she actually brushes her teeth. So I was really surprised because the other ones don't be really trying to do that. My two youngest ones and they didn't have any cavities like their teeth were great. So I really felt bad for her. She had to go through the shots in her mouth and I was like crying on the side like, oh my God. But it's a part of the process, right? And at the end of the day, she was going to have to get it done no matter what, whether we were going into the training college or not. So she had to get that done. And then it came to me and my husband and I went thinking they were going to sign it off because I had been to the dentist. Everything was good back then. I've been doing my flossing, working on my dental health um, because I do have periodontal disease, which has improved tremendously. Look, guys, let me just pause right here. Floss. Please floss your teeth. They are important. Please, please, please floss your teeth because, like I said, I have five kids. Four of those actually birthed. My oldest is my stepdaughter. Um, listen, it was worth what I'm about to explain to you, what I went through was way worse than childbirth. Like pain, mouth pain is unlike any other. So anyway, I went and they're like, I'm talking to the orthodontist and she's like, yeah, um, you need to get your wisdom teeth out. They're causing an abscess and, you know, they're causing damage in your mouth and you're 30. And so... Normally, we would recommend that you would get these out before you turn 25 because after that, it just gets harder and harder. But she's like, yeah, you need to get these done now. And you have a cavity on one and we can't put a filling over it because it's underneath the gum because they were impacted. And so she's like, you got to get them done. Like, there's no way we can get to it. That's why you have a cavity because you couldn't brush it or floss back there because it's underneath the gum. So I was just like, oh, my gosh. OK, whatever. Let's get it done. Right. Um, previously in March, um, when the whole pandemic was just like really hitting East Texas, my dentist was actually closed at the time. So I had a, um, my old officers or pastors, I use that word interchangeably. Um, I had did a post on Facebook cause like I had been a, like all night, like I couldn't sleep whatsoever I never experienced tooth pain like that and I just remember watching the sun come up because like look I'm gonna go to the first ER I don't care if they don't have they're gonna find me a dentist to get this tooth out so anyway um my past officers he called one of his friends and it's good to know people who know people amen but anyways and his friend was like yeah I'll see her like right now so I, I immediately went in and he's like okay yeah you got a huge cavity in that wisdom tooth it was my upper right. Yeah, my upper right wisdom tooth. And he's like, but let me call my friend because he knew a guy also. And let me see if he can get you in. You know, it's the end of the day. It's like four o'clock, right? Most places are closing. And at that time, they were closing early anyway. He calls the guys like, yes, I'll come see her, right? It just so happened I had the money to pay um, this guy. So he did it. He gets it out, no problem. So I was like, you know what? 
I experienced the shots in my mouth before. I also had a molar removed after, um, actually when I was pregnant with my son in 2018. Um, so, I mean, I can handle it, right? I don't need to be put to sleep. I'm trying to save as much money as possible because like I mentioned in the last video, our goal is to save $15,000 to take with us to the training college because you do not get paid those two years. They do give you an allowance. You have to present a certain amount of money. So for our family, our size, it's basically just $1,000 per child, but um, we're, we have to present $5,000 to them in a check and then the other amount, however much money we save, we, we can keep that and live off of or, or whatever. So, and they do feed you three meals a day. They're, you don't pay any bills, um, but you are responsible for your own personal care. So like when it comes to like detergent, soaps, toothpaste, deodorant, lotion, like you're responsible for it. And if you don't want to eat what they're serving and you want to cook, cause there is a kitchen basically in like your apartment that you're living in, um, you got to buy that food yourself, right? <laughs> and if you want to do any outings with your family, you got to pay for that yourself. So um, just to get back to what I was saying, I, I figured I could handle it. And when she went to talk about how much it was going to cost for an oral surgeon, it was like 2000 something. I was like, listen, 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 listen. I ain't got that kind of money. Okay, that's going to work against the budget. Uh, you know, me and my family are on. So she was like, okay, well, we do have um, one in-house. And it took it down, you guys, to like 300 and some dollars. And I was like, wow. Okay. Obviously, I'm going to go the cheaper route because I'm not trying to pay 2000 2000 versus $300. Like, come on, you do math. So anyway, I go. My appointment was actually Wednesday. And I'm there. I'm like, all right, I just got to get through these shots. I already know. But um, it was an all-girl crew, so I'm talking. I like to talk anyway, if you didn't already notice. But I was super nervous, so I was definitely talking. I was like, look, y'all better represent. Like, I literally said that. Y'all represent. Never had an all-girl crew. But all right, let's do this. Oh, my goodness. First of all, the shots were horrible. Um, they immediately started making my heart beat funny, which she said that would happen. So I was just like, all right. My heart was beating so fast that when I looked at my Fitbit watch, it said I was fat burning <laughs> at the time. But anyway, so she's going and she's like, you're all right? And I'm like, listen, let me just breathe. I'm crying, but like, it's cool. I'm a big girl. So she gets in there. She's working on it. She partially gets the top out. She said, a piece was still left in, but she didn't want to get it because it was close to my nerve and she doesn't want to cause nerve damage. I'm like, all right. And she's like, it will heal, blah, whatever. So she gets to the bottom. I'm like, that hurts. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes, I feel that. And so she tries to numb me again. Um, still hurting, right? And as she's going, she's drilling, she's doing all the stuff. And she's like, you know what? She just stops because I'm just like, I'm in pain. And she's like, you know, I didn't think your bone is real dense. And I, it's like real strong. So I didn't think, you know, I was going to have this hard of a time getting your teeth out. So just to let you know, like my teeth, I have really long roots and they all curve, right? So um, like my teeth are in there, right? They're, they're locked in. So 
she's like, I'm just going to, you know, recommend you coming back. Now, as she's saying this, I am in my head and I guess God heard me because I was like, I'm not coming back. Like, I don't care. And now, mind you, I have to have this done in order for them to sign off the, on the paper to give to um, the territorial headquarters who are the ones who review and, and say whether or not they're going to accept us or not. And at this, but in my mind, like, I don't care. Like, I mean, I'm not going to come back and, you know, it is what it is because that was some pain on a whole nother level. Right. So I guess God heard me. So another orthodontist comes in and he looks and he's like, you can feel this. He starts poking it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I can. So then he starts numbing me and like I jump obviously he's like oh you are like not numbed all the way I'm like yeah and so and I was like I also can feel it on the other side too so he's like wow so she comes back in there because you could tell she feels bad or whatever and um he was like look the number one thing you want to do is always make sure they're numb so in my head I'm like is she new like, what's really going on here? Because I'm not nobody's guinea pig. I don't need nobody to experience me. When you are doing wisdom teeth, you need to know what you are doing, right? And so anyways, I'm just sitting there in my head like, oh my goodness. But anyways, he gets my bottom left wisdom tooth out. No problem. Super quick, right? He gave me like three shots over there of uh, the lidocaine or whatever it's called. And boom, gets it out. And I'm just like, wow. And she was struggling. Like she had spent a minute trying to get that tooth out and she couldn't. And so then he starts on another side. He's like, all right, let's numb you. Now, mind you, he said I had a little bit of infection and an abscess on one. And so he's like, it might not get numbed all the way. In my head, I'm like, well, if it ain't numbed all the way, you ain't taking this out of my mouth. Because what you're not going to do is uh, cause me more pain. Okay. So he's like, you know what? I'll just keep giving you shots until you can't feel it. So he gave me so many shots that like basically because he was sticking me under my tongue on the inside of my like everywhere. Right. He just kept giving me shots until he kept saying, do you feel that? Do you feel that? Do you feel that? And I was like, uh, you know, then finally it's like, no, I can't feel anything. Right. Not even the pressure that they said you, you I didn't I couldn't feel nothing. I couldn't even swallow or anything. So. He goes in, he gets the tooth out, they stitch me up. Like, my mouth is so swollen that my my tongue is also sticking out. Like, it, I just looked crazy. Um, I was very dizzy, my heart was still beating super, super fast. And But I was grateful that he got it out because, like I said, I was not coming back. Um, I never experienced a trauma like that, like dental trauma. Like when they ask you on the paper, like, have you ever been traumatized by the dentist? Like never. So I always say no, but that time, like you guys, it was horrible, horrible. And I actually almost collapsed in my car because I drove myself. I'm used to driving myself. When you get simple like shots, like I'm like, oh, I should be able to drive myself. Like I literally almost fell to my car and my um, current core officer had to drive my husband so core officers, I might say they're like pastors and they're also our boss, right? You're, they're running the business side, which is also ministry within itself, but they're, it's all aspects of the business and ministry together. So anyway, he brings my husband up there and he's like, I told you so. Like, cause he was like, 
He's like, look, you need to have him drive you. I was like, no, I got it. I, you know, this is not my first rodeo. But I mean, them bottom wisdom teeth ain't no joke, right? So, um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm grateful that I got through it. I feel like my healing is going amazing. And actually, the next day, my face wasn't swollen at all. But I wasn't able to swallow until almost like 8 or 9 o'clock. And by then, you know, the, the, the numbness is wearing off. So I'm in pain, but my throat is still sore. Because not only did I have to get like three rounds of shots. Because it just seems like it wasn't taking. Um, I... They also poked me in the back of my throat. So I still have bruising back there um, from the person who was assisting him with the suction and the water. And and then from him, like the tool he used, he poked me in the back of my throat. But it was just uh, like the the fact that I am talking now, even though I still talk kind of funny, like is a blessing. And I I just thank God because he literally got me through that. And it happened the way I thought it was going to happen. It wasn't smooth at all. And actually, I cried for some time after because I just felt like I kept reliving it over and over and over. And I don't know, but that's one of the things like all your dental work has to be done and signed by your dentist and given to them because, you know, dental work costs a lot of money. You don't want to get there and get a toothache, right? And or anything. And, you know, if it happens, it happens. But like, it's a lot of money. So they want you to have as much as you possibly can done before you go. And when you become an officer, they actually pay 100% of your dental. So <laughs> um, it's really awesome the things. There's a lot of benefits into being an officer. But like just to get there, there's a lot you got to go through as well. So that was just my story. A more like a horror story. I didn't go too like gory into it of what I did recently as far as the medical process. I have not gotten my full examination yet. I will be scheduling that. Um, Our doctors and Tyler are seeing people in person, so that would be no problem at all. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to another episode. Stay tuned. The next one, um, I'll just be updating you guys on what we're doing, how God is moving and blessing in this process. Um, Again, the goal is to save 15,000. So that way we can be able to make it through those two years. We are not getting paid. So y'all just keep praying for the Shoei family and stay tuned. Blessings.